Listener Production. Please leave your message after the tone. Why am I jealous of my ex? I am so stressed all the time. How do I get into a routine? Is TikTok making me anxious? I think I'm being manipulated. Someone told me you could live with half a brain. This is Do You Fucking Mind? Mindset Hacks for a Badass Life. Hosted by me, Alexis Fernandez. Hello, my beautiful beans. So I actually have some extra content for you guys because the episode that I did with Revy was so fucking fun that immediately after we then remembered that I had put up a question box on my Instagram. So we answer a couple of questions and then we just kind of go on multiple tangents. So it's just a good time if extra post mic chit chat. Is that what you want to call it? Basically, it's kind of like when we thought we were going to turn off the mics and we didn't. That's like when all the like like chaotic chat comes out. Good times. So that is what you're in for. Enjoy. So these are the questions. Well, no question, but so fucking pumped. You two are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for this. Great. Then we've got what are your proudest accomplishments? Plural. So you can do more than one. Okay. Well, it's probably not what people think and it's absolutely invisible to everyone else except me. But for me, it's being able to sit in a joyous moment, which does not sound profound, but I feel like when your baseline is, you know, all things opposite of that, Mm. when I'm, I mean, in my twenties and when I had the kids, there would be these wholesome moments that I felt so safe. Like imagine like the hallmark moment of your family being like all together as like Christmas mm. and you and the gifts work out and that and I would go panic 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 this is this is not normal this is foreign and I would just almost like it would the wholesomeness and the safetyness of it would send me into a spiral yeah. and then I would sit there in like a dissociated state I'd have to numb or distract mm. myself or start doing because that feeling of just being like so beautiful I was so scared something was going to take it and then the horrible part is that I it was taken anyway because of my own head yeah yeah. so I was just like fuck this thing just keeps robbing me like I just want to be present so you know I started to when I experienced that joy and that that fun and that playfulness and the wholesomeness and the safetyness of it I was just like lean into that lean into it lean into it and that's I mean it's a form of exposure therapy as crazy as that sounds and I would just sit into it and now I can you know have these moments where I'm like I can just be and experience those moments that's probably my greatest accomplishment because to me that's like the greatest success is like just being able to be enriched like that. But That's it is because to me. when people say, I want to achieve this, I want to do that, and I say, why? Because I want to mm. have this, why? And it all comes down to happiness. I want to be mm-hmm. happy. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to That's feel. It. It's for feeling yeah. fulfilled. Yes. Like when I can sit in that, I feel the most accomplished. Mm. And that also means, it means so much because it's like, it means that you're at a level of like financial stability. It means that you're emotionally regulated in that moment to be able to enter that. It means that, you know, it, it, it's like, it just, it's just such a sweet spot that to be moment in that moment. moment where you're like, oh, mm. yeah. yeah. So that's my, that's probably my I love that. That's sure. great. That's, okay, yeah. Great. Mm, done. Killed it. Next. Okay. How the fuck does she stay motivated with workouts and running? I want to be a boss mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting for it to be, how does she do it all? <laughs> 
specifically the running um, well-being. I love that. I said myself got like, you know, we don't, we know that we don't lean on motivation. We lean on discipline and integrity. And I think, you know, I sign myself up to things that are kind of scary mm. all the time. I'm like, okay, what, if, if I've been doing this for so long, you need to change it up. You need to change your environment. You need to change the style of training. And so that's why I kind of do a half marathon every now and then it's like, just casually. Well, it's an it's outside of my comfort zone. Mm. But that's a long time to run for two hours. I'm like, oh, oh a long time. That's the longest I've ever run, and I nearly died. But good, but <laughs> loved it. Loved it. And so you know, I think it's just pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, going, what can I do with my body that isn't the norm? It's like if you just show up and you do the same stairmaster and the same sets, three sets, fifteen, it's going to get fucking boring, and anyone would lose interest. Yeah, like. If you set yourself a goal and you got to work to get there and you have integrity, then there's your answer. It's like, I'm going to work hard to be able to yeah. do that. And it's the excitement of the growth. Mm. Like you're seeing yourself grow and get yeah. better at something. And and proving to yourself mm. that you're capable. Oh, God, I'm addicted to that. I love that feeling. I'm so like, oh, my goodness, I just did that. What the hell? Like, I didn't think I could do that. Yeah. And then you prove to, it to yourself and you're like, okay, I'm going to do that more. And yeah, sure as shit, like I wake up a day of a race or a day of like, I did like the turf games this year, which was like a fitness comp. And I was going, what the fuck am I doing? Did I really sign up Is to this? Is that the day that you were climbing up that rope? Yeah. yeah I was like, like good Lord. Doing? Yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> and then you get it's there so and they though. say three, two, one, go. And then you go and then you're on the other side and you go, oh. I survived. I did that. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you know, that's, that is so powerful. Like step into your power. Mm, yeah. Like do some shit that scares you and feels really uncomfortable. It's really good for you. Yeah. I could not agree more. I'm trying. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to do Paris. I now I'm like the motivation behind that. You're like, I am doing Paris. Bye kids. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <for> four months. <laughs> Having a cigarette on a balcony. <laughs> Send them a video. When in Paris. <laughs> Mum, mum, you're like <laughs> sipping on your red wine. I can't hear you over the wine. <laughs> Eiffel Tower in the background, <laughs> twinkling. <laughs> oh, what have you done to me, Alexis? Good times. Do you have any advice for how to help a friend who just had a baby when you've got no kids? I don't know how. You're like, not nah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Do you want the fun answer? Or do you want the- <laughs> Go over there, pick up the baby and let the mum sleep or just like stare into space mm. and reconsolidate. reconsolidate. Um, I actually think, and I'm not a mother, but I think mm. that's a great answer. Yeah. just But it's, it's really hard to hand it over, like hand the baby over mm. to someone who doesn't know what they're doing. True. <laughs> it's like, like, this is giving me more anxiety. The point it's... of this is to keep the baby alive. Can you do that? So like, you don't really want to ask that. I guess... It is really hard. And I think one of the, like a really beautiful question to ask your friend is like, how can I support you right now? Like mothers need support. In that first six weeks, especially you are recovering from sometimes one of the most traumatic events of your life mm. because it's can be really wild. Yeah. Like the entry of a baby into the world. And you know, it just differs from so many different women. So the first thing I could ask is like, how can I support you right now? Yeah. Do you need food? Do you need just like a good water bottle that you can lean on right now? Do like, you can need I me just cook to, a meal for you? Yeah. Like, do you need me just to come over and just like watch the baby while you just go? It, but it's, I find that so hard to, to do, especially when you're a new mum. You're like, I want to do it all. Like, I just, I don't want to miss a minute. So I guess like being patient mm. with them as well while they navigate and just 
sending a text because even if they don't reply, it's like, I'm, I just want to let you know that I'm here and I'm thinking of you. And if you know of any way I can support you right now, I'd love to be there for you. Would you like to go for a walk or, you know, that kind of thing? Like so, so, so appreciated. Yeah. And it is just asking because I think a lot of people feel bad to say what they need. But if you're Mm -hmm. like, tell me what I can do, then that's, you know. They're feeling overwhelmed and then you feel overwhelmed because you don't know what to say. So just asking. Yeah. It's like a really nice way to break that. Yeah. What was the question is how do I support my, how do yeah, I Yeah, when I don't have kids. Mm. How to help a friend who just had a baby when you've got no kids. Yeah, I think it is that. It's asking for what they need. Yeah. And I think it's like helping out with like chores. So mm. even if you're not helping maybe with the baby, but it's like I've just cleaned your kitchen for you. You know, like something to lighten the load. <laughs> Honestly, it feels like centuries ago. <laughs> Like my youngest is five. And you're like, that even, was so long ago. <laughs> even my friend who's, you know, she's got like a two-year-old, she would be like, oh, how do I, how did she get into toilet training? And that to me was like three years ago. I have no recollection. Mm. It's like such a blur. I can't help you there. Couldn't tell <laughs> oh, you. I can't tell you. I have fucking no clue. <laughs> blocked it out. <laughs> it is. I've tried to be helpful, but I honestly don't remember. I'll, I'll know who to come to for advice. but <laughs> Not me. <laughs> The Not the Revy Jane handbook of parenting oh, up until no. the age of two. Say good space. luck. No idea. Sorry. No. I like to be in the now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's how you end the book. <laughs> I like to be in the now. Bye. There was this woman who came in, so when I was doing the the masters and we were talking about OCD, and this woman came in and that was her well, the psychiatrist she about was killing people? No, well, injuring them badly. She would think that she had done that. Yeah. So she'd walk past someone in the shopping center and she's like, I have just punched them in the face. Like I've just punched mm. them in the face. So her exposure therapy was her with the psychiatrist, because he was our lecturer and he asked obviously if she could come in and share the story, which wow. she did, which is amazing. And her exposure therapy was that they would just have to keep walking. She wasn't allowed to turn around to check if wow. she had actually, because she'd like think she hit them, mm. turn around and make sure that they're okay, turn mm. back, next person, think, and it was constant, constant, constant. So he was like, we're just going to walk from one end of this Westfield to the other and you're not going to turn around. And that was like how it started, how the yeah. therapy started. And it was just going out in public and walking without, like yeah. that's how, and we were just, it was fascinating. Yeah. That, I mean, I find OCD so fascinating. Like how does someone spend so much, and I have OCD, but I'm like, how does someone spend so much time? Like you just don't know what people are thinking. Yeah. Like you just think someone's just walking down the street. And like they're having all these like wild thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. My, yeah. Like mine, I mean, mine mainly around the safety, but if I pick up a knife near the kids, I'm like, what if you stab them? Yeah. I'm like, but what? I've even like, and maybe this, I don't, I've been at a train station before and I thought I could push that person onto the tracks. That yeah, no, so horrible. no, no. But like, but as in like, that, they're so close to the edge. Imagine yeah. If, so everyone experiences that. Like okay. every single person has these intrusive thoughts. I was like, what if I press the accelerator while the pedestrian yeah, like is what would, Yeah. But it's like the obsessiveness of like, and then the compulsion that follows that makes it. To be like, this feels more real than just a hypothetical. Yeah. Just a little what if. woohoo thought. Yeah. Like, <laughs> woohoo, <laughs> murder. You like know, attempted murder. Everyone yeah. thinks that. Yeah. And okay. then, but then there's like the obsessiveness of it. Where it that just, it just like, can't go away. Yeah. 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 That you can't control or, or yeah. confine. You, and like, I, since the diagnosis, I'm like, I know exactly what's happening right now and I cannot stop. Mm. Like, it just is hours of me going, like, yeah. think, like stuck, stuck in a spiral. And like, I know people who have to wear gloves because they've like 
chemically burnt their hands because they've washed them so much. So much, yeah. Because of the contamination or cannot leave their house because they're absolutely certain someone's going to kill them. Like, oh, it's like a prison in your own head. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why when people say like, oh, that's so OCD, I can't get my spreadsheet to line up. You're like, "Mm, doll, don't. (laughs) If that is OCD, let me have some. (laughs) I wish I'm like, I was that organized. I am the most disorganized mm. person you will meet. Like my car is a fucking shit show. Mm. Like the way I operate is just so flippant. Yeah. It's so unorganized. And so it just breaks that stereotype straight away. Yeah. And I feel like the name is a bit like it's not, it doesn't really encompass what it is. Obsessive compulsive. So you think, oh, I'm compulsive with yeah. this having to be perfectly neat. Like people calling Rafael Nadal OCD because yeah. of his like strategy before he plays. It's like that's a like that's a healthy just, ritual. That's a ritual. Um, yeah. <laughs> can I ask a question, Revy? Did you find um like lockdowns and COVID having an impact on your OCD? Like did you get extra health anxiety during that time because you felt less in control or I'm trying to think back to it. And I think I had just had like in 2016 I had Lexi and in 2018 I had Lola. And that is definitely the most heightened OCD I'd had because it was like this love that I've never experienced. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I love these things so much. And it was such a trigger to love anything that much Mm. that when 2020 came along, I almost, it's like, if I'm in a safe environment, I feel scared and unsafe. But when tragedy hits, when chaos ensues, I'm the calm person because I'm almost expecting it. I'm like, oh, um, you know, world lockdown. Yeah, I knew it. I fucking called it. You know, like I it's fucking knew it and here we are. Yeah. I've already catastrophized the shit out of this. I know exactly what to do in this situation. <laughs> you're like, you're well. like World Health Organization, told you so. Told you so. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse next. I was That's the one fine. emailing you daily. I, I'm prepared. <laughs> I've already worried about this for hours. So, yeah, yeah. it's actually interesting because I kind of go, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. And then everyone else around me is like, holy fuck. Because I've but never then, thought like, about it. Someone's like you know, in our house and we're having this beautiful interaction and that's when I'm panicking. Yeah. Mm. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. (laughs) Final question. Hit me. Is a man being too dependent on his parents bad for a relationship? There's a lot to unpack with this one. And what is too dependent? Yeah. Like I I want specifics. if If you pedestal anyone in your life or rely on someone more than you would in, you know, your own relationship or your own partnership, I'd say that's a little bit like amber flaggy, mm, potentially mm-hmm. red flaggy. I mean, I, I feel like one of the biggest red flags is when you meet someone and they, <laughs> I might get in trouble with this, but when they're like, no, my mum's an angel, like she's never done anything wrong. Yeah, like when they flag. haven't humanised yeah. their parents and gone, yeah, like, you know, they're amazing and I love them. These, you know, some of the things that I would probably, yeah, you know, want to make a little bit healthier or regulated. I don't know. It's a tough one to navigate. I know. I totally know what you mean. I, I think love, that. like loving your parents is beautiful and wonderful. And, you know, like if you've had a great experience growing up, then they fucking deserve that love. Yeah. Um, I think, but if you're, de- if your partner's depending on them and falling back on them or like getting out of things because like that they should be accountable to mm, mm-hmm. because, you know, mum and dad's going to save them. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's probably quite problematic. I think, yeah, I think that's where the issue lies. I think like you're right to adore your parents. If you've got a healthy relationship and you adore each other, what Love. more could you want? Great. Yes. Good on you. 
But I think it's the depending side mm. of things because I always look at, yes, they're your family, but the moment you like start a relationship, especially if you're going to like form a really close relationship or have kids, that's your new family unit Yeah, that it's kind of like, that's going to be the new priority. Mm-hmm. You can't be as much as I love my family, ultimately my new family unit is my priority now. Yes. You know? Absolutely. And I think it can get messy when you're like, oh, and running back to mum. Yeah, and you need that he- healthy boundary. Correct. And it sounds like that question, I feel like those parents aren't respecting that boundary. Mm. And I feel like healthy parents do want those kids that are adult children to go off and do that. Yes. And yes, they're going to be there for you because they love you and adore you. But I think if they're, if you're noticing that they're, too dependable like it's mm. yeah it's giving yeah it's mm. giving how you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh good time. that was a good one though yeah good like question. that question same guys thank you so much for listening to this extra little chat we had a lot of fun and we're now going to get some like vietnamese food maybe that's my favorite cuisine oh can't wait okay we're going to do that hurry up be... so i can go eat yeah yeah it'll be elite okay but okay now <laughs> We need a, an, another plug. I know you love this. This is your favourite. <laughs> I just absolutely love talking about how amazing I am. How good you are. Yeah. It's like so natural to me. Um, not uncomfortable at all, but you can follow me at Revy Jane, which is R-E-V-I-E, Jane, J-A-N-E. I try to have lots of fun on there and on TikTok. And I like to post book recommendations, really spicy books, really fantasy books. She's actually like put me onto a few books that I should start with. I said, I want to get into some like nonfiction mm. fantasy so I can really like escape with a book. And so she's, she, fourth wink. No, fourth. Oh. <laughs> I said fourth wink. She goes, oh my gosh, four queen. Okay. I'm like, no, fourth wing. She's like, four wink. I'm like, four oh wink, fourth queen. Stop. So what is it? Fourth wing. Fourth wing, yes. like a wing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can get around that. Yes. We're, we're going to start wing. there. Okay. <laughs> Not the... <laughs> okay, good times, guys. Good times. And then, of course, go check out her athleisure label called Alita State. State.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dot au? No. No. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Forward slash. Forward slash. <laughs> Fourth... Four wing. <laughs> you can buy that book there too. No, you can't. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to confuse you guys. Love you so much. Thank you for listening. As always, be kind to yourself. Be kind to your brain. Don't take shit from anyone. And especially don't take shit from yourself. Don't go.